Hey everyone, this is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday meditation podcast. And it is really gorgeous here in Atlanta today. Probably in Georgia in general. I hope it's gorgeous where you are. Um, We have a sort of a chilly breeze, so... Um, that always makes it challenging sometimes to be out but I just always need to get outside especially if there's sunshine it feels so much better when I'm in sunshine so this this has been a really busy week for me. I hope that it's been a good, productive week for you. It's been busy and productive for me. Um, I uh, led a memorial service on Saturday up in North Georgia. This was for someone that I've known since the early 1970s. So, very old and dear friend, um, and some some other uh, friends were there. It was it was a small, mostly family group, and it's always interesting, at least to me, um, on these occasions when we acknowledge the passing of somebody someone who is dear to us and as as we all know someone can be dear to us even if we didn't see them much um linda the person who passed on and i had kept in touch uh, we kept in touch sometimes by phone sometimes through Facebook, sometimes through messaging, and we just kept up with each other over time. We didn't see each other that often after those early days. Um, and, And what's interesting about that to me is the strength of those heart connections. So Linda was a great prayer. Prayer. She could. She had tremendous, a, a, a very interesting kind of faith. That if she asked God for something, that God would hear her, and that somehow that her prayer, and which was so often for other people. Um, her prayer would be answered. And she, she was not in the business of telling, <laughs> telling the universe or telling God how to do things, right? Which is sometimes a situation we can all fall into. But she just had tremendous faith in the capacity of the universe to respond to her. 
And she would always pray very much from her heart, which is much more, I've found that praying from my heart is much more effective than my mental gymnastics, right? I'm sure you've noticed that as well. So, over a number of years, I've, I've gotten to the place within myself that I don't feel like people are, people who pass on are lost to me. And there are some people in my family who have gone on who will show up sometimes. Um, and not like a ghost. I'm not talking about ghostly figures or anything. Because more often than not, I just feel their presence. I don't see anyone. Um, but um, they'll show up and say, you know, just get your act together or um, whatever, it, whatever it is I'm doing at the time, if they don't think I should be doing it, they'll tell me. So if I get, there are a couple of people that have passed on in my life who, if I get too far down in the dumps, they will show up and say, oh, come on, get over it. Just get up, get going. Enough, 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 you know. Which is actually, this doesn't happen all the time, okay? So don't think it does. But these these people who obviously have gone on and they love and care about me and I love and care about them. Um... They're, they're just apt to drop in from time to time uh, and have a word or two with me. So one of the ladies at the memorial service yesterday, um, she was a close friend of the family. She's not a member of the family, but she's a close friend. And she said that her husband had passed away, uh, I think, a couple of weeks before Linda did, and she... You know, this was, I think they'd been married for maybe 50 years. So they'd been together for, that's a long time. And a lot of shared experience. Um, and a lot of, you know, growing together. So she said, um, I, you know, I still miss him. It's still a huge adjustment. We were... I was agreeing with her, of course, that it is, that it's a huge adjustment when somebody passes on like that. And um, and then she, she started to walk off, and she turned and kind of looked at me from the corner of her eye, and she said, I still talk to him as if he were sitting in his chair. And I said, well, of course you do, of course. And he probably <laughs> is hearing you wherever, wherever he is in the universe, right? So the other thing that, that I know, just out of my own experience and experiences that I've shared with other people, is that the love that we have shared with people, whether 
it doesn't matter if it's parents or siblings or friends or cousins or um, it it doesn't matter who they are or how we knew them but if if these are people that we love and care about the love that we shared lives in our heart and I have I've heard this before you know I heard this growing up um, and I kind of went um yes okay but then as I as I got older I realized it was true so what can be difficult about that is that when we remember people we miss them so there's our heart hurts right our heart hurts and and so oftentimes we don't want to think about them we don't want to remember the times we shared because our hearts hurt or our heart hurts okay but then we miss we miss out on the love that was shared between us we miss that like if if we are too cautious about going to our heart to remember and the other thing to remember of course is that no one is ever perfect or was ever perfect I don't care who it was that just it in regard to being on earth, it just doesn't happen. So um, if, if you're still making any attempt at being perfect, please let yourself off that hook, okay? So we also remember hard things or, or you know, fights or whatever. And that's just a great opportunity to, like, say to yourself... I'm so sorry for that hurt that you you felt with that person. Like comfort, we can comfort ourselves. We we can comfort ourselves and begin to heal that hurt. Hurts do heal. They do. And not just with the passage of time, but they can heal faster or more effectively sometimes when we comfort ourselves. And a perfect example of this is with our children or with little children. If they get an owie or a bug bite or a skin knee or a cut finger or whatever, um, we know that moms can say, let me kiss it and make it all well. So what they're doing is applying love to the hurt. And... Like, nearly every time I've seen this happen or used it myself when my kids were little, um, they stopped crying and got up and moved on. And we can, we can comfort ourselves, you know. We can do that. And it can be very effective. So if you have a memory that's difficult or... And we all do. I mean, 
some, you know, a memory with somebody who's gone on. Um, don't try to rationalize your way out of that. I mean, you can. You can't. You, of course you can. Uh, it's not real productive, I, I have found myself. But I have found, if I say to myself, I am so sorry for the hurt that you, you felt in that situation with that person. I mean, I don't say it like that. I use the person's name. But um, I am so sorry that you were hurt like that. We can comfort ourselves. And in a lot of cases, that is the beginning of healing. Healing our hearts. You know, our hearts are so resilient. So incredibly resilient. That when we do learn how to heal our hearts and comfort ourselves, our hearts begin to bounce back. And we, you know, the world starts to look a little better. Um, and not just, you know, filled with cactus and prickly people and, and danger around every corner. And yes, I, I do. I mean, people in my family and people in my class just say, sometimes say, Mary, now Mary, you can't be naive. Okay. You have to be realistic. And I agree. We have to be realistic. And I think I pretty much am. I'm still standing. I'm still functioning. <laughs> I haven't haven't been attacked by anybody or anything uh, in recent memory. So, and I do get out in the world with my mask, right? So, this business of healing ourselves and com- learning to comfort ourselves um, can be very effective. And so many people have lost family and friends due to the, the virus, due to COVID, that I think um, we all probably need an extra measure of comfort and healing and understanding. It's tough. It's tough. So I hope this week that if you think of someone who has passed on and you miss them, or you miss them and you're not happy with them because of the hurts that occurred, or you miss them too much and you can't even think about them, that you will find a little time to comfort yourself. And let, let your heart heal. Let your heart begin to heal. So I was thinking today for our meditation, because I'm outside in the sunshine, that we could do um, a sunshine on your heart kind of meditation. And if you can be outside, that's great. Um, If you can't, just imagine that you're in your favorite spot outside and you're in a little bit of sunshine and you can feel the warmth of the sun. I have a jacket on because of the cold breeze 
and I'm in the sunshine, so I'm going to have to take my jacket off because I'm all warmed up now. So whether you can be in the sunshine or just use your imagination, because our, our bodies respond to that. Our bodies respond to what we imagine. So um, if you haven't done this before with us, um, I talk us into the meditation using our breath, which is one of the best ways to center ourselves. And, and then we have about five minutes of being quiet with whatever our meditation or visualization is and so today we're going to do a sunshine on our hearts okay so uh, if you've been sitting if you've been sitting uh, stand up and stretch a little bit get some of the tension out of your muscles and tendons and ligaments okay because things tend to tighten up when we stay in one position too long, especially if we've been sitting too long. So stretch, 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 stretch. Oh, just a gorgeous blue sky here today. And it was the same yesterday at the memorial service, just gorgeous blue sky. So when you're stretched, find a, a comfortable place and you can sit or you can lie down or whatever is the most comfortable for you. As you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down into your solar plexus. Feel yourself becoming centered. As you breathe out, following your breath from the very bottom of your lungs, up past the center of your chest, past your heart, through your throat, out your nose and your mouth. Allow yourself to relax. Let your shoulders come down. As you breathe in, feel yourself becoming a bit more centered. And as you breathe out, Again, following your breath from the bottom of your lungs, up your chest, through your throat, out into the space around you, through your mouth, or your nose. Allow yourself to relax a little bit more. And when you're feeling relaxed and centered and comfortable with your breath, 
Then bring your attention to your heart. And see or feel rays of sunlight warming your entire chest, warming your heart. Letting your heart just soak up all that sunshine. Feeling your heart relax. Go into its just most wonderful rhythm. Heart rate gets all steady and even. Feel yourself calming down, just absorbing all that warmth and light in through your chest, into your heart, and let yourself, just allow yourself to be with that for the next few minutes.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down to your solar plexus, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, very gently following your breath from the bottom of your lungs, past your heart, up your throat, out through your mouth or your nose. Be aware of how relaxed you are. And when you're ready, as you breathe out, very gently open your eyes. Oh, that felt good. All that sunshine warming up my heart felt great. So I hope hope your heart now feels a little warmer, a little softer, a little more relaxed, and you're feeling a little more gentle towards yourself. If um, on this recording, if you hear some kathumps, 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 um, I put my finger over the mic because there was some people noise while we were doing our meditation and I was trying to uh, get that out but I noticed that there was a sort of a regular kathump, kathump, kathump so I don't know if that was my heartbeat or what that was going through my finger to the mic so if you hear that, that's what that is So have a wonderful week. Take time to to comfort yourself, to warm yourself, to be kind to yourself. And when we do that, what happens is we're usually kinder with other people and more gentle, especially with our family and friends. So have a wonderful week. I trust that you'll be safe and healthy and remember to breathe. Talk to you next week.